Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. And Tara's not here. Tara's not here. We're very <laughs> sad, but we'll, we'll soldier through. Yeah, Tara's got, um, you know, drama stuff. Yeah, yeah. She's got to go, go be an actor in yeah. the theater. So, <laughs> I'm sure she appreciates us saying it that way. <laughs> it's only because we love her so much that we say stuff like that. Yeah, you know, we we We're love all of our theater people. Yes, indeed. Tara, you. Caitlin, Caitlin, Susan yeah. Erickson. Yeah, love them. Yeah, we love all of our theater They're people. Our peeps, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, since Tara wasn't so it, this show this week <laughs> went through so many changes, changes because we yeah. had something planned, and then uh, Tara was like, "Well, I might be late." Uh, well, Tara said she probably wasn't going to be here for next week's show either, right? But she would probably be here for this week's show. So we were like, right. "Oh, we'll just do." We review the reviews this week. Yeah. And do something else, just Jen and I next week. And then Tara just said, Oh, maybe that I won't be able to do either. So yeah. then we were screwed. That was this morning. So we were kind of, or last night. Last night. Yeah. So late we were kind of scrambling to find some other topic to yeah. talk about. And we had already a few weeks ago talked about doing a show on all of the various things uh, that Nora has said throughout the years about the series right. questions that she's answered and just in general statements that she's made about yeah. the series. Yeah. Because there's certain things that keep coming up still that she has very, very, yes. very strongly answered. And it's like, yeah, you know, the, the, no. ba the baby thing she answered, she yeah. did a whole blog post on her, on her website, <laughs> did a whole blog post on it. I hope we're clear now. And then got yeah. so many comments that said, but, 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 and then she yeah. had to like, okay, now we're going to put more right. comments in. Yeah. And I think people still commented, you know, and then she had a bit more, it was like, it's ridiculous. Itself. You people yeah. need to stop talking about the baby thing. The baby thing. And yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's a couple things. As much as we love you, up. you need to stop yeah. saying they have to have yeah. a baby. I, I, it's just, yeah. it's, <laughs> yeah. well, we'll get to that. But yeah. so, um, it's what fan fiction is for y'all. That's exactly right. Um, so we have our wiki that we've been compiling throughout the years throughout the years yep and we've got several pages on the wiki having to do with things questions that she's answered yeah about the series and a lot of these see this is why it's so sad that ad wolf is not around anymore mm -hmm. because a lot of these things she answered on ad wolf yeah. And when we did the wiki, we were like, we need to, if she makes a statement about something online, it need, we need to link yeah. to that. And catalog it. Catalog it. And we also have to link to it so that people see that we're not just making shit up. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But all these things are linked to Adwolf. And Adwolf's gone. And Adwolf is gone. Now, yeah. as I have said before numerous times, I do have the stupid questions threads in my Which possession. But again, it's it's not tied to Adwolf. So I guess somebody could say like, well, you just went in there and put that in there. But I haven't touched them. I just I just cataloged Happy. them and yeah. I have them. And, and uh, so I guess we could if you if I guess if somebody I don't think I have a feeling our it. listeners are not going to question. Us. They're not they, going to question it. They believe us. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, y'all, I did the majority of the work on this Nora's question answers. You did. Case. You did a ton and of work on it. It was a lot of work. It's a lot. Yeah. 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 But and it's there's so actually, there's useful. Some updates recently. So that's great. I see. Yeah. It, but all of the questions, I mean, like we said, it's it's like four or five pages or six pages yeah. of questions that she answered on Adwoof. On Adwoof, yeah. On just about anything you could possibly imagine. You could possibly imagine, yeah. And they're all there on the wiki. So if you want to see them, you could go to the wiki and. and yeah, because uh, we're not going to read all of them. We're just no. Gonna <laughs> we're going to hit the highlights. Like what kind of underwear does Rourke wear? Boxers yes. or briefs? Yes. And, you know, when Eve has time to shave her legs. <laughs> now, I actually asked that question. And Nora was like, are you fucking kidding me, Jen? No. I mean, it, the thread says stupid questions, but really. Yeah. Yeah. And then she There's was like, no, she was like, um, Eve takes a lot of showers. I'm sure she, uh, <laughs> she, she takes care of it then. I just don't like it. You would think that by that time they would have. Yeah, I think she said something like that, too. She was like, yeah, and, and you know, maybe there is something in the future that takes care of that pesky little shore. Yeah, I, I can't again. I can't imagine there wouldn't be. So <laughs> anyway, so let's get on with it. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Before we do that. No, let's not get on with it. So um, from last week's episode, we played a call oh, we got from a listener yes uh who said who who was giving us some suggestions of other people that she thought eve was yeah. intimidated by which we talked about a little bit but we missed some we missed some and we we only focused on one that she gave us and we felt bad about that after we listened to the episode we were like oh why did we just focus on that one that was terrible it was so late yeah, so late. I think we were just trying to get it was, through it. It was one a.m. where I am, guys. That's when we did that's that. My yeah, only so. yeah. So, yeah. So let's talk about it now, then. Yeah. So she said, you know, Jenna Franco. Oh, and she talked about um, being intimidated by Bella and um, Nixie. Which, that is true. Kids that is intimidated. Absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. She's correct yeah. there. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. And, um, and I can't remember now. I can't remember what the other ones were. Um, but yeah, everybody else she said, I agreed with. It was just the Jenna Franco one that I was like, nah, she's a bitch. But the rest <laughs> of them, I was like, no, she's right. Got a good point. She made some great points. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this was Justine. Jennifer Franco from Purity and Death. Also, um, Bella and Nixie. Yeah. Also, she said, I noticed that Mira's men doesn't have a name. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if Whether that's... that might come up later. Yeah. yeah, which that's possible. Nora always says if it's relevant, it'll, it'll come, come up. up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, it'll come up later, probably. Probably eventually. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're very very sorry we didn't address all of that last week. We yeah, just, Justine, I'm sorry. We're, it was we it were was late. It was really late. We were completely slap happy by that point. <laughs> all of us were ready to, to say the least. Yeah, heal over. Yeah. So, so all right, quotes. Uh, Nora quotes. Nora quotes. Which ones yeah. do you want to? Okay, so what actually brought this up was a discussion on, I got to find it here. I know it's in here. Um, Well, and you used it. No, you used the Rourke, the question about Rourke having a first name. Mm -hmm. So we can start with that one. Um, Because that's been brought up all the time. Um, You know, whether he has a first name and what it might be and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think we've talked about it in the past, you know, whether we think he does or not. Yeah. Um, and what Nora said about it is what you posted on Instagram and I posted on Twitter and we posted in the Facebook group is that, you know, yeah, he took that name and made it his own. Right. He doesn't need a first name. And so. Yeah. She's pretty much always said like Rourke is Rourke and he's only Rourke. Yep. And that's it. Yes, on whether there will ever be a scenario in which Eve finds out that her father isn't really her father and if Rourke could find her real one. And she said, Rourke can't find Eve's parent real. And this goes, I mean, this is just what the question was, you know, because people used to think maybe her father wasn't really her father too. Right. This discussion was whether he wasn't really dead or not. Right. So what... Nora has to say about that is Rourke can't find Eve's real parents and that her father and yes, 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 he was her real father is dead. Really quite sincerely dead. She killed him. He deserved it. She is, I am all only more valiant, strong and admirable to have come from such a nightmare or to come from such horrible people who have survived such nightmarish childhood and made herself into the woman she is. To make it all a mistake and give her a nice family would diminish what she's done and who she is. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, obviously, they're her characters and she writes them as she writes them. I mean, they. Right. Yeah. It's hers. So, yeah. I mean, giving her a nice, I mean, I don't know. Giving her a nice family, does that diminish what she's made herself i don't know i mean i, guess I, could, I don't know about I, that I, you know I, I, guess I can see where the point she's trying to make there yeah i you know that i see where she's coming from with that because i think that um you know she wrote her that way purposely to you know she came from this horrible background and made herself right you know makes her very strong and um she said that in 2002 was that before portrait or after it was after. It was right around that time. I don't know any of the books. But anyway, she's kind of already done that with work. It's my point. Yeah. Um, so to say, oh, Eve has this great family out there too, would just be kind right. of tragic, I think. Yeah. You know, to have them all of a sudden both have this great family that they came from. Right. 
I don't know. They yeah. Just seem like it's too tidy. And I agree with you there. Yes. Maybe, maybe Nora Roberts ish, not JD Robbish. Right. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> portrait. This says Portrait was released in 2003. Okay. So she, it was before Portrait that she said it. Yeah. So. But she was probably writing Portrait. At she was probably time. writing it at the time. So, so yeah. And I know there's that scene in memory where Eve kind of throws that at him, you know, that yeah. he, he found him to his family and, you know, she didn't. And everybody that turns up from her past is a dick, which has been true. <laughs> yeah. <so far. laughs> you know, cause then we have our mother show up and yeah. And actually somebody asked about her mother too. And uh, yeah. So when you said, think about it that way, yeah, Nora is absolutely completely correct. It does. It it is more meaningful that she mm-hmm. is who she is, given the fact that every person that she that has shown up from her past has been a dick. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. In Sorry for questioning you, Nora. She said <laughs> in 2004, she said, I couldn't say if Eve's mother is still alive. We'll all find out if and when it becomes salient to the storyline. So <laughs> as we said about the Mira's admin thing, that's, right. you know, that's kind of her standard response to stuff like that. So, yes, exactly. And it did, we know, become salient to the storyline. So because her mother does show up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's that one. And then um, uh, on whether Mavis knows about Eve's past. Yeah. I mean, in in Naked, she says something about, you know, I don't can't remember the exact wording, but yeah, that she was um, holding so, herself back. Right. Because of, because of stuff. That, yeah. Yeah. So I think Mavis knows. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's basically what Nora said. Mm-hmm. I think even Mavis's friendship means that Eve tells Mavis personal things. Yeah. So. And Mavis being Eve's first and only and first and for a long time only real friend knows what Eve's childhood was like. Eve would have trusted her with it. Right. So, and yeah, and there's always been um, you know, a lot of whether Eve could have children or not, you know, mm-hmm. that's touching on the children thing. And, and right. Nora has said, yeah, she can. There's nothing wrong with her physically. It's just that she's not ready to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> And in, the interesting thing is um, Nora has never, ever said that it will never happen. For right. Her no, she has not. She has never once said that. She has said that it will happen. If it happens, it will happen when it's time. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and more than likely that will not be during the run of the, se- the series because right. that's what she's writing. Yes. So once the series ends and guys, you know, it's not going to go on forever. You know, as much as we would love it to. (laughs) So once the series does wind down and end, um, you know, maybe that'll be the time. But for now, it's not going to happen. Right. Now what she's writing, we've got plenty of baby moments with Mavis. We don't need even work dealing with that too we just don't right in my opinion you know i would love for them to have kids eventually i think that'd be great i think work would be a great dad and i think he would be a great mother um but 
it's not going to happen during the run of the series. It's just not. Mm-hmm. So even though I really, really want the scene where Eve finds out she's pregnant, I really do. So <laughs> I, I hope we, we get, like, I think we need an epilogue if Nora decides to do that, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, a couple years in the future, she's captain and she's not out in the field so much. <laughs> Yeah. I want you forming into, uh, you know, into one of Rourke's uh, board meetings. And what the hell did you knock me up? Are you kidding me? But, you think yeah. that's how it's going to happen? No, I don't think so. I think she'll be happy because I don't see it happening accidentally. I, I think uh, you don't think so. Well, I mean, obviously, in the future, they're pretty careful about birth control. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe oh. you never know. It could. It could happen. You know, maybe she forgets to take a shot or Rourke forgets to do his thing yeah. or whatever. What are, they've never really discussed what kind of birth control they use. So right. who knows? Um, so maybe. You never know. I always thought that maybe that might be something. The, the, the reason that she finally decides to become captain. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe because in order to do that, she has got to get to the point where she realizes that she's ready for that, that she's done being on the street. And that doesn't seem likely anytime soon. Yeah. Until she has a good reason for it. Right. Yeah. I get that. So. Yeah. And you know, and a story about, I mean, in general, I hate that trope. I hate that. Oops, I got pregnant trope. But I've seen some really well done accidental pregnancy storylines. So it could, I mean, it could be great. Mm-hmm. Especially in Nora's hands. We know that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I just have a hard time seeing how it could happen with the way birth control works in the future. So I don't right. know. Right. Anything's but possible, though. Anything's possible. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Rourke just has a particularly strong little guy that gets. He's got he's got strong little soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> one got I mean, through. One got through. What the one hell? Determined. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> you know, whatever she decides to do, I'm I'm here for it. So. Yep. I don't demand either way. I'm not going to stop reading the series if she decides. No. Oh. Let's do it. Let's just let's just get Eve pregnant. You know, because she's yeah. Nora. She she can change her mind if she yeah. But yeah, no. Just stop asking that question. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop asking that question. It does nothing but annoy Nora. Yeah. And, you know, she's just like, I'm over it. Stop asking me this question. Yeah. Oh yeah. And oh look, and so here's um, you know, some of our fun quotes. Um, whether Eve wears a bra or not. Yeah. <laughs> Does Eve wear a bra? I mean, I, I don't know how many times we can say that this this was the stupid questions thread. It really was. But I mean, for a long time, it didn't seem like she did. And then she started bringing up like the, the support tanks and all that other stuff. Right. But before that, it never seemed like she had a bra. Right. Unless she was like in a dress or, you know, but like she always was wearing a tank top. It just, but it seems like she's always been described as having small, oh, like no boobs at all. Yeah. yeah. Very so, I so, mean, yeah. I mean, I yeah. feel like a lot of people that are that oh, way sure. don't bother. Sure. 
And yeah. why would you? Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I wouldn't. If I didn't have any boobs, I certainly wouldn't wear a bra. Yeah. Be all over that shit. Yeah. Kidding me? I know. God. <laughs> so yeah, Nora laughs at us when we ask these questions. And what kind of what kind of underwear she wears? Cotton. Unless it's the lingerie that Rook buys her. And here's my uh, on when Eve has time to shave her legs. It really doesn't take that long to shave your legs. And God knows Eve takes Eve takes enough showers. I imagine they have something that simplifies this little chore by then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. So. <laughs> this Eve headed toward being a dirty cop since she bends the rules occasionally. Okay. Let me let me add a little uh, caveat here on that. This question I remember very clearly comes from an individual on the board on AdWolf who was very much a troll. Mm. He, it was a, it was a guy, and he basically took the opposite stance of what everybody else mm-hmm. wanted to say. I mean, he was kind of amusing at times, but other times he really dug in his heels and he was kind of a dick. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and he very much insisted that Eve was a Eve was a dirty cop and that work was pussy whipped basically because <laughs> you know, he he let it go because he let the whole thing with the HSL go because he was pussy whipped and Eve wouldn't let him do it. And it was I, Jeff. I remember that discussion. God, it's you I remember that discussion vividly and I was right in the thick of it. Your significant other, the person that you love asks you specifically, please do not do this thing. And you don't do this thing. That does not mean you're pussy whipped. Yep. As a matter of fact, if the per the, if your significant other and the person you love asks you not to do a thing and you do it anyway, you're, you're an deep. asshole. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I was very much in the thick of that discussion and it was not pretty. Mm. Um, yeah. I wish so, I would save that one. Yeah. Oh, I might have. It was it on the stupid, stupid. No, it wasn't on the stupid questions. Yeah. It was on one of the other. Okay. It was on one of the other threads. Okay. Um, so yeah. So that question came from him and it was very much a, um, he was trolling there, I believe. Oh well, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I mean, we have seen questions, you know, comments like that on some of our reviews. Yes. Which are kind of ridiculous. But, yeah. um, uh, so, you know, again, we've said it so many times, like Eve is not, Eve is not necessarily 100% for doing everything 100% by the book. Right. This doesn't make her a dirty cop. She, yeah. I mean, she is for justice. She'll do whatever it takes to get justice for people who are victimized. And I'm okay with that. What I hate is when people do shit to people that are innocent. You're right. And I can't think of many, if any, situations where where Eve does something um, purposely cruel to somebody she knew was innocent. Right. So here's what she had to say about it. If you, if you're interested, um, I am interested. She said, 
no, I know you are. <laughs> so she said only, so this must've come from one of the threads actually, because um, Nora must've jumped in on the question. Um, right. Said, only one objection slash comment. The only definition of a dirty cop that I know is one who breaks the law slash procedure for money or personal gain. For a sympathetic dirty cop, take the character of Remy from the Big Easy. But please, let me have him first. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good guy, a smart cop, but he's routinely taking money and allowing other cops under and over his authority to do so with their widows and orphans fund. He's dirty. His motivations, his backgrounds, his mentor have all played into the why he does this until he beca- until he comes to his own understanding of why it's wrong. And there's redemption, justice, and a happy ending. In basic cop parlance, in the accepted meaning of the term, Eve is not a dirty cop, nor in danger of becoming one. Object to the bending of the rules, the sliding outside the pages of the book she's done, and will certainly do again, no problem. But I strongly believe the term dirty cop applied to her is a misstatement. Yep. I agree. Oh, yeah, that's 100% how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this must have come from that thread about the HSO thing. Huh. Okay, so why are the HSO bad guys for ignoring a crime and Rourke a good guy for doing the same? Me, me, pick me. I'll answer. <laughs> okay, HSO, a government agency, law enforcement, ignored a crime, at worst, a crime in progress. Once they, One they could, we'll assume, have stopped. Bad, bad HSO. 20 years later, Rourke, a private citizen, finds evidence of this. A private citizen does not then have the right to hunt down those he believes responsible and exact his personal form of justice. This is why we have laws and a system. Would it be satisfying on a purely human and reader level to see him do so? Bet your ass. Would it be just, you know, would it be just in a legal and moral sense for him and Eve to have said, okay, let's take this evidence in pursue this through the system, take this to the wall and have our day in court. Let's get us a whole bunch of shark lawyers and have an HSO feeding frenzy. Maybe so, but that's not what I wanted to write, nor what fit the characters. But his personal pursuit and and personal punishment of the HSO would be vigilantism. Something I'm not always opposed to in fiction. Love Batman after all. However, I can't possibly argue that not choosing the vigilante route makes someone the bad guy or whipped or weak. In addition, the ultimate choice not to pursue those he believed responsible was to protect the woman that the woman that victimized child had become from more trauma and pain. You can say Rourke is whipped or as guilty as the HSO for ignoring the crime. I can't. He wasn't there to stop it. They were. I can say he's the good guy because he ultimately sacrificed his own needs rather than forcing them onto the victim of the crime. And we could get more philosophical and say that forcing your needs onto someone against their wishes could be construed as a form of rape, emotionally speaking. And on another level, HSO put the case first, ignoring the human element. Rourke, by setting aside his personal deeds, put that human element first. Maybe not black, bad, white, good, because there are a lot of shades of gray in there, but it's what worked for me. So, you know, I mean, I, f- I feel like the way we talk about these books, obviously, it, it seems like we feel like they're not fiction. We talk about these books as if it's and these characters as if they're real people. We do. Yeah. And that's a testament to Nora's mm-hmm. ability Absolutely. to write. But I mean, I think a lot of people forget that this is a fictional series. Right. And you can do things in a fictional series 
that that you wouldn't that aren't that don't have anything to do with what would happen in reality. Right. I would be interested to know if these people that, you know, well, it's just not realistic. Right. Uh, I would, I would really love to know if those people read about like vampires <laughs> or right. superheroes, watch <laughs> who is a superheroes, you know, I, it's fiction. It's fiction. Yep. Exactly. So, and, and if anybody else wants to read all of Nora's thoughts about all that, there's a whole section on the wiki about that. Oh that yeah. Are, yeah. There's a pretty long, but I'm not going to read all of it. So. Right. All right. So should we move on to fun facts about Rourke? <laughs> yeah. Fun, th- fun facts about Rourke. Absolutely. <laughs> um, oh, when, before I get into the fun facts about Rourke, first let's say, let's, Make it clear, Rourke is spelled R-O-A-R-K-E. Who said that like a million times on this? No, you. And there no. is an E on the end. Yes, there is. Okay. Stop spelling it wrong. I don't care if you only listen to the audiobooks. If you're going to write about it, at least look up how to fucking spell it. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> also, it rhymes with spork. Thank That's you for coming you to Jen's TED Talk. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And none of our listeners have done that, by the way. I'm just putting it out there. Right. In case somebody's lurking and listening to it. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, we've already brought this up. If we're ever going to learn Rourke's first name, you know, Rourke is Rourke. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Rourke is Rourke. He needs no other name. No. Um, you know. If there was a first name, if there was a name on the birth certificate or Rourke's mother called him something, Rourke's not saying. He's just Rourke. You guys are just going to have to live with that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, God, there's a lot of questions. The, the amount of times that Nora said you guys are just going to have to live with it on AdWuff is. I know. Yeah. It, yeah. I feel bad for her. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, here's a good one. Is Rourke's hair past his shoulders? No, oh. it is not an inch or two above. So this oh. idea that he's got to have long hair down the middle of his back. No, no. no. I mean, I'm. she does kind of describe it in a way that makes it sound like a mullet, which I, I don't yeah. think because she's saying here, I think works hair is a bit short, shorter around the face than the back. Now, see, I have, I will send it to you. That, that gives me mullet very, vibes. I have a very specific haircut that I think of when I think of Rourke. Okay. Or Envision of Hair in season 11. Of well, year. of course. I'm not lying, man. It's perfect. <laughs> it's black and it's longer and it's good. So that's his hair in my okay. brain. Okay. Okay. So I'm not saying Gordon Vision would be a great work because he wouldn't. He doesn't um, have the accent. He doesn't have the. So if our listeners want to find this picture that I, I can put it in show notes, but yes, yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. This is Goran Vishnich from where? Season 11 of ER. Season 11 of ER. Yes. So you can type that into Google and find this picture that Jen says is perfect. Yeah. Well, I have a gift. I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> because it's my, it's my bro TP. Anyway. <laughs> I'm done with that now. Um, 
So, oh, has Rourke ever loved or been in love with another woman? Right. And I think Rourke loved Jenny in that sweet first way. He was fascinated by Magdalena, cared for in lust with. And I think there are degrees of love that have real meaning, but may not hit all the notes. Eve hit all the notes. And I love that explanation. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's one of the best explanation for true love that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you can love, you can fall in love with somebody after having loved somebody else. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. I don't understand why people yeah. are so like, against that <laughs> well well um, idea so, i mean i get why people are would be upset with him having loved magdalena because she's a horrible horrible person but right. you know why would they be mad because if he was in love before Eve, which he obviously wasn't he made that very clear right. but and yeah and you know there is a difference between first love and true love mm-hmm. i mean so he absolutely loved jenny and there's nothing wrong with that no you know and even Eve says that, you know, that she mattered because he knew she knew that he yeah. loved her. So and we are going to um, so you and I are going to do a show on we're going to review Legacy, Nora's yeah. uh, newest book. Mm-hmm. But that is the situation that comes up. OK. Between the two characters. OK. That I found really, really fascinating because. I can't remember. Well, yeah, I get, I don't know. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me. I haven't read it yet. Okay. I will start it tonight, actually. Because I finished my other book that I was reading. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. So. Boxers or briefs for Rourke. <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> this depends on mood and situation. Well, yeah. A guy like Rourke would be have both, so he'd always have the choice. I mean, yeah. Or he'd wear boxer briefs. Yes. So absolutely. There you go. Oh, uh, you know. And she has mentioned his boxers a few times recently. So I wonder if that's kind of a shout out to the fans for asking those questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of times you're like, yeah, she did that for the fans. She absolutely. did that for the fans, totally. Okay, so this questions. next one. This next one makes me laugh so hard because I don't know if you remember Pete on AdWolf. Yeah. Cowboy hat. Uh huh. He is one of the sweetest, most wonderful guys you will ever meet. I'm still friends with him on Facebook. He's a wonderful, wonderful human being. And he was kind of the, the old man amongst the women on AdWolf. Mm-hmm. And he's just adorable. But he loves Nora and he loves the books. And, you know, he's great. Um, but... I don't, it, it got started in another, like, I think it might've been one of the casting threads, actually. Mm. We were talking about Rourke having chest hair. Right. And, you know, I, you know, we all were just kind of like, eh, you know, who knows? And Pete's like, I think he's a manly man and he's got lots of chest hair. And we're like, we dare you to go ask Nora in the stupid question. It's <laughs> 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 so we did. Good for him. And yeah, and Nora's response. And actually, I, it, it's not on here, and I can't believe I didn't put it on here. But um, I remember her laughing and saying, you're such a good sport, Pete. <laughs> 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 and she answered that, you know, I'd say Rourke's rather smooth-chested. If he had a manly pelt, it would have been mentioned. 
you know, I just, I, I just love that. I remember that very, very well. And it was such a cute thing for him to do. He was such a sweetheart. <laughs> and somebody asked if Rourke has any Nora Roberts in his library. <laughs> and Rourke, being the discerning guy he is, would be bound to have some Nora Roberts in the library. Well, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Obviously. I think that's great. Yeah. I also like the next question. Um, oh, does Rourke own any of Maggie Kincannon's class? Yeah. Maggie Kincannon is from the Born In series, for those of you who don't read Nora Roberts. or And she replied that she wouldn't be surprised if Rourke owned some glass by M.M. Kincannon of Claire. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's a couple of mentions in the books, too. Like, this next one is the sisters, the restaurant, Sisters 3, that Rourke met Magdalena for lunch. Uh-huh. And I think it's mentioned a couple other times, too. Um is an offshoot of Nell Channing Todd's catering business. Yeah. It might be that one of Nell's grandkids left the island for New York. You never know. <laughs> because, you know, readers, just you read into that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Hey, why not? <laughs> I like this one. When asked if it's okay to name a car, Rourke. I can't think of a better name for a car than Rourke. Go for it. You could say stuff this winter like, I've got to go out and turn Rourke on. Heat him up. (laughs) (laughs) I technically named mine the DLE Urban, so. Oh, yeah, yes, you did. You got your little, uh, your license plate, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. Oh, goodness. I I love this. Somebody asked me this one. Is work circumcised? Circumcised or not? Boy, do you guys overthink these books. (laughs) Yeah. I think Rourke must consider this a private matter, as he's never told me. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, circumcision know. is largely an American thing. It is, yeah. yeah. In Europe, including England and Ireland, it's not mm-hmm. really a thing. It's not a thing. Mm-mm. So odds are he is not. Odds are. But we don't know. But yeah, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I it's just think it's so funny somebody asked either way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. You know. Inquiring minds. Inquiring minds want to know. Yep. Yes. Does Rourke own a Harley Davidson? Indeed he does. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously. Obviously. Whether he likes you too, who doesn't like you too. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not a gigantic fan of you too, but. They're okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I love them too. Yeah. They're one of my favorites. Oh, I was going to say, why don't we see much of Rourke's business dealings? Well, yeah. And that's a good answer that she gave. So the answer to that is, well, the series isn't about Rourke's business affairs and dealings. They're side pieces, really. They're about police work, not his day-to-day, so we only see snippets of his stuff. If a case involved one of his business rivals, okay. Otherwise, it's just filler to show him complaining about someone getting the jump on him, so to speak. And it doesn't quite jibe with his character for me. I honestly can't see him complaining, but digging in and seeing what he can do to offset. And do we really want to read about boardrooms and power meetings? I don't, which is why I'm not watching The Apprentice. 
<laughs> Good job, Nora. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, this this comes up a lot. I mean, and it, the book is about Eve. It's about Eve. Yeah, it's about so Eve all you people her- that sit there and go like, we need to see more of Rourke and his business. Like, no, it, the no. book is not about I, Rourke. It's about Eve. Yeah, I mean, we always want to see more of Rourke, but I don't want to see him in his business. Like it or not, Rourke oh. is not the main character. Eve is the main character. Rourke is, yep. you know a main side character, but he is still yeah. a side character. Yeah. He is not the main character of this series. Right. And they don't yeah. share the series jointly. Like they're joint main characters. Eve right. is the main character period. Main character. Yeah. So the books are about her and yeah. So, yeah. Oh, how about this one on whether Rourke is too perfect because oh. we get that one a lot in. Yeah. You want me to read that one? Yes. Okay, so let me say it's sort of fascinating. Oh, wait a minute. I just want to say, oh, yeah. there's a part here with the barbecue scene. I didn't plan that out in advance. Uh, she was she was talking to me during that one. Ah! Just letting you know. Because, okay, because I said, and it's not that I don't think that Rourke is too perfect or whatever, but I just made a comment at that time. I remember this very vividly that it was fun seeing him flummoxed and we don't yeah. see that often or ever. I mean, think about it. Right. it besides the barbecue scene in this whole entire series, when else have we seen him that like, uh, I, you I, know, I not that. I mean, there's a few isolated times where we see it. Like um, when, you know, like when Leonardo and Mavis asked them to be there for the birth and um, you know, and, but that's not him not being able to do something. That's that's the True. point I was trying to make. Him sure. not being able to do something, being yeah. being flummoxed because he can't figure something out. Yeah, mechanically. Yeah, that yeah. never yeah, happens. Never, no, it does not. And no. I was just saying it was interesting it was to see. Yeah. And I and and I would be, you know, for seeing more of that. Right. And and anyway, so she answered me back, and I don't know. yeah, all big thing. <laughs> but what she has to say on whether Rourke is too perfect? Yep. Was, let me say it's sort of fascinating what you guys think about, at least on a conscious level. Characters I've created more than I do, and it's flattering. As to Rourke, I've described him as the perfect man, but my meaning was fictional man. I think he's a marvelous fictional character, obviously. But he's flawed, which is a requirement. I am all for a perfect fictional hero, which is, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. As to illustrating these flaws, external, internal, physical, or whatever, it depends on the story, the scene, the need, the evolution. With the barbecue scene, I didn't plan out in advance. Oh, I need to show work can't do something. That's not precisely how I work. They were invited to a barbecue at the mirrors. Rourke was interested in the grill, fascinated. And naturally decided to have one of his own. He knows machines, but he doesn't know how to cook. So the scene evolved from there. Some might find him too perfect and be irritated. Some might find his flaws too difficult and be irritated. Either way, it is what he, he is what he is. It's not possible to meet every reader's specific wishes, nor a sculpt, nor to sculpt a character in their individual vision. Each reader will see or not see details of a character in a book or series that appeal to annoy appeal or annoy each writer must follow her own vision and do her very best to stay true to a character and deliver a solid story and then next she says i'll tell all of you to me to yeah must be to aj 
I'll tell all of you, frankly, that the barbecue scene wasn't meant to delve deeply into Rourke's character. It was a bit of comic relief, something fun. Oops, look, he burned the steak. We get a little laugh at seeing him foiled and disconcerted, and we move on to the next scene. It's rare for him to be foiled or disconcerted. That's part of who he is. And that makes those rare times have impact, either with humor or with poignancy. Would that scene have resonated if every book if every book or so, or even every few books, we see him screw up or be baffled by something? Absolutely not. Too much impact lost. His character is compromised, and he's just another guy. I can promise that's not going to happen from my keyboard. Right. Which, I mean, on, on the one hand, yeah, I can, I, yeah, I 100% understand that. Yeah, absolutely. But, it, you know, it is to show him occasionally being uh, confused or not, not knowing how to do something when he, right. you know, it's like every single book, he knows how to do everything that comes up. Right. He, right. He, so, and in that also, I mean, Nora doesn't listen to this show, so I can say, this, but I've said it before. Um, so um, would that scene have resonated if every book or so, or even every few books, we see him screw up or baffled by something? Absolutely not. Too much impact lost. But every single book, several times in every single book, Eve does those you know, mixed metaphors oh, or yeah. She didn't mind doing that for a comic effect. <laughs> True. Good point. I mean, I mean, I think she's purposely like AJ wants that. So I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No, especially at this not point, maybe. Oh no. Maybe for a little while. She probably no, no. has forgotten this conversation ever happened. Oh, absolutely. Unless she is listening right now. And then she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, those bitches. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I and and so, yes, I could do with a few more Rourke is flummoxed by something. Yes. And a lot less ease mixed metaphors. That's my personal. Yeah. And, you know, it hasn't happened since imitation. And that's been. 30 books. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you on that. So, um, this last question I find really fascinating because I've never thought about this before. And it's on, it's been on this wiki forever and I've never thought about it before. Oh, yeah. That must be something someone added because I don't remember doing that one. Huh. Huh. Um, are there vids of Siobhan Brody Rourke could watch? I'm sure Rourke could, could watch old vids of his mother before she left the family fold for Dublin. Though it would be nice it's not close to the same IMO as his own memory. Well, no, but yeah. No, it just but it would be really cool to... Yeah, it didn't even that. occur to me that, that they would have... Mm-hmm. But of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. I, mean, because, I would yeah. even say that, I mean... But yeah, I guess after after um, she left for Dublin, she wouldn't have any. But yeah, when yeah, she was with sure. Patrick Rourke, it more than likely didn't right have any. But yeah, that's I have never thought about that before. But yeah, huh? Interesting. Yeah. 
so yeah, no, that's really, that's really interesting. Never thought about it either. Yeah. The thing should, yeah, work. definitely. I would imagine there's some out there. So, um, do we want to talk about even work as a couple? Are there any questions? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a whole shit ton of questions about the baby thing and we've already covered that. So, um, this is actually something I don't remember when I brought it up, but I was just re-listening to something and we talked about this. And why even Rourke never met before naked? <laughs> ah. Since so many of Eve's cases cross with Rourke's now. Even Rourke had to meet sometime or, hey, no series. They met without any prior knowledge of each other in the first book because from a story a storytelling angle, that worked best. As Eve was completely focused on her work up to that point and Rourke had no interest in cops other than to stay off their radar, it seemed plausible that they'd be unaware of each other until that initial meeting. So fiction is something the writer creates by manipulating plausible reality into a story. Yeah. You know, and like we said before, I don't find that improbable. No, I don't either. I just think it's kind of funny. That's all. I mean, I, yeah, I totally get why she did it that way. And so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're not somebody that, that watches the news or follows anything like that, I mean, the number of times I say to Caitlin, like, who the hell's that? Like, you know, people on Mass Singer. And it's so and so. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they're all like, oh my God. And I'm like, well, who the fuck's that? Like the person that came in second place this year, I had no idea who that is. No clue. I uh, was like, who the fuck was is that? Was that the 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 um JoJo or yeah. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, who the fuck's that? No idea. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, there are a lot of people like that mass singer and then like, you know, yeah, YouTube yeah. star, blah de blah. And I'm like, fuck. Who the fuck? Yeah. You know. Well, even at something like Dancing with the Stars, where, you know, they're supposed to be stars and they, you know, they bring them out. And I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Yeah. I know who the I know who the pros are. Yeah. But I don't know and it would be it would be even more common for you to know who somebody who's a star in that way than you would know somebody who yeah. is you know a billionaire in the business world right you know yeah or you know they first well not for some reason i mean obviously it's a thing now but there's a lot of like youtube influencers and instagram people and you know all kinds of stuff so yeah i'm just like mm -hmm. i don't know who this person is but cool if you're dancing with my favorite pro, I'm good with that. So. <laughs> you're like, okay. Okay. Whatever. So I'll learn to like you. Right. And, and like we said, even if she had a ton of cases that crossed with him insofar as they happened in one of his buildings or one of his businesses, right. unless right. she specifically needed to ask who, owns this building who owns this right. business why would she know yeah. why would she and i mean now she asked because she needs to know if it's work right. <laughs> so i get that but yeah. yeah i just always found it kind of amusing that's all yeah <laughs> what kind of chocolate do you even work like i'd say even work would have basically the same attitude about chocolate as i do it's all good it's all good yeah oh here's something we you know we've kind of touched on a little bit um, on whether we'll ever see details of everyday life for even Rourke, PMS, birth control, etc. 
No, I probably won't add the minute details of even Rourke's life because minute details are usually boring and rarely move the story along or add any real interest to character. When those details do either or both, their addition is a natural flow. You know, I don't think much about birth control for even Rourke and as it hasn't as yet played into the plot. But I figure by the middle of the century, there'll be a simple long-term option for contraception and that Eve would use what suited her. Yeah. So yeah, and that's why I kind of, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know how that could happen accidentally, but you know, maybe. Right. Yeah. Oh, on Rourke being too dominating with Eve. Mm, yeah. Re- Rourke dominating Eve or her giving in to him regularly. Oddly enough, I got, I got a post just this morning from someone complaining that Eve pushes him around too much. Right, <laughs> He's never satisfied. And why can't she lighten up? It's all point of view, I guess. Yes. So, I mean. It is all point of view. It is all point of view. They're both pushy. They are both pushy. He's pushy and then she's pushy and then he's pushy. It's like, you know, I mean, I feel like that's normal, but. Yeah, it's absolutely normal. Sentimental objects, the button. He's always got it with him. He's very sentimental about those things. Well, yeah. And her pendant is a freestanding pendant, meaning it's not in a setting per se, but would have a little crown like deal for attaching to the chain. Okay. So, so yeah. Makes sense. Yep. All right. So do we want to uh, talk about the nine things we'll never see from Nora? Yeah. So this actually is in fall into the story under their index O answers. And there's a list of the top nine things Nora will not write into the in-death series. So stop asking about them. She's not going to do them. So, and the, and this is Nora, this is Nora's own blog. This is, these are things that Nora herself have said, this is not our opinion. No, this this is, this is Nora saying this. So these are definitive. Nora is saying, don't ask her about any of these. She's already said they're not going to happen. The top nine in death things I'll never write. And one that's a long way off. Number one. Even Rourke babysitting Bella for any length of time. And I'm sure people want that. I mean, oh, yeah. spend enough time with her, I think. Oh, totally. You know, um, maybe they do occasionally babysitter. Right. We don't need to see it in the books. Yeah. So she says the middle of murder is not the time for her slooches and delightful antics. <laughs> Number two, Nadine and Baxter in love or having Thank sex. Thank you. <laughs> uh, she says a conflict of interest. One of them, the crime beat reporter or the cop would have to change careers. I think we all enjoy them too much for that. Yep. Agreed. Three, Nadine and Trueheart in love or having sex. And Nora's answer to that is she'd eat that sweet boy alive. <laughs> so true so true <laughs> so true number four eve having a pregnant scare slash not knowing she's pregnant and her answer to that it's is it's 2061 and birth control has been handled off page and reliable pregnancy tests could be as easily if not more available than a candy bar so no there's not going to be 
pregnancy scares. Yeah, she's not writing a soap opera here, guys. Right. Number five, Eve dreaming about being pregnant. And I love the response. It's just one word. Why? (laughs) Why would she do that? What? Why? Why? I agree, Nora. Why? Why? Yeah. I love it. Number six, Rourke kidnapped. Why do people want to? Why? Why do people want to see that? That's my one word. Why? Why? Yeah. I don't know. I don't um, know. So she says he'd kick a potential kidnapper's ass. Yeah. Number seven, Eve kidnapped. And her response to this is ditto. Ditto. Yeah. I mean, she's not yeah. wrong. Number eight. Eve in a coma slash seriously injured. So the rest of the gang can take point on an investigation. And her response is Eve is the central character and is always going to take point. And I agree with her on that one. That's just um, even a coma. No, stop it. Again, that's what fan fiction is for people. Exactly. Number nine. Rourke in a coma slash seriously injured, etc. And her answer is Rourke is a central character. I don't want to write a story where he's not front and center. Thank you, Nora. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. Now, this is the one that's a long way off, the number 10. Yeah. Peabody and McNabb may very well get married, even have a kid sometime way, way down the road, way down. Mm-hmm. And she says at this point, and peering into my crystal ball for the foreseeable future, they're really happy as cohabs. They've barely been together for a year. Yeah. I mean, people and they're young. Yeah. But you have a lot of like romance readers yeah. who want people yeah. you know they've gotten together now they're and now they have to get married now they have to have to have kids yeah no i That's get just that, how it is in a romance i know i get that but yeah again yeah. they've only been together about a year they're they're young i mean let them they're not they're not anywhere they're especially not ready to have kids yeah. i don't know if they're i don't know if they're ready to get married or not but they are definitely not ready to have kids right so right yeah i yeah i don't need to see that anytime soon right if it happens down the road cool but yeah yeah and don't get me wrong i ship it i want them to get married but we just had we've had three frigging weddings in this series yeah even Rourke got married mavis and leonardo got married charles and louise got married yeah what do you we don't need another what more do you people want yeah. Three I weddings mean, in three years. That's a yeah. lot. That's a lot. Yes, I know it's been like 20, 25 years. Do we have to pair up? Do we have to pair off everybody and get them married and having babies? I know that's what romance readers want, like you said, but it doesn't need to happen. Yeah. No. So yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so those are the top nine things that Nora will never write in this series. Right. Indeed. So don't continue to ask her about those. Yeah. Stop asking her those questions. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And one I want to add here, um, we've talked about it a little before the show, but a lot of people I've seen in the Facebook groups have mentioned that 
Nora has said that the books will never be made into a movie or TV series. She has never said that. Right. And I'm not saying I want that, but she has never said that. What she has said is that she would never write the screenplay for a series or a movie because she's not a masochist and she doesn't work by committee. Right. So, <laughs> uh, which I don't blame her at all. Um, so yeah, she has never ever said that she would not let the series be optioned to be made into a movie or a TV series. Right. And it's not that I don't want that. I mean, I think, I don't know. I still have very mixed feelings on that, but, um, but yeah, I don't, Nora's never said that. So stop saying that she has. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, so, um, is, is that it then you think? For I think that's it. I mean, it, we, we can do another one of these if people want, you know, yeah. to see if there are more questions that have been answered. Yeah, if there's but, more um, questions that come up, we can, you guys can let us know. Yeah. We don't really have very much podcast business. No, not a lot. No. Everybody's excited to hear this one. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're <laughs> happy with it. Um, Dana says she's looking forward to it. Yeah. And Yvonne said she would be listening with interest on Facebook. Right. But Michelle K on Instagram, I think we already addressed this, but we'll say it anyway, said, um, I know one thing we'll never see. Eve will not have a child. Nora hates that question. She always says Eve can't do her job like she needs to do if she has a child. I absolutely agree. Now, and that is true. Nora yep. has never said she will never have a child. Right. She just will not have a child during the series. Right. Yeah. Or until she decides to change it drastically, which I don't think that'll happen. I think it'll be something that happens at the end or, you know, right. Left ambiguous. Yes. Even though, like I said, I really, I really want that scene, but <laughs> if it happens, I'm not saying it has to happen. I'm saying if it happens, I want that scene. Damn it. <laughs> well, Jen, that's what fan fiction is for. <laughs> I know that's true. And how many, how many, because we don't know how that's going to happen. I, I don't, I, we don't know how that's going to happen. No. So if it's like you say, and they decide, let's, pl they plan it and it yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, then there's not going to be that storming into the boardroom scene no. where she's like, what the hell did I you know. do to me? So, yeah. I mean, I'll, I leave it in Nora's thoroughly capable hands. But there's going to be plenty of angry Eve, though, when she has oh. to deal with pregnancies. Oh, hormones, man. And, during the, and during the birth. Hot mess. Yeah, there, there would be. Yeah. And I really do kind of want to see that, but yeah, I know yeah. we all do, but I but, understand yeah. why it's not going to happen. I totally understand it too. hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Nora needs to, uh, you know, start moving towards, towards that and, you know, retire and even work. And you know, we have said body and McNabb, the spinoff series or something. I don't, I don't know if I can do that. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, I love Peabody McNabb, as you know, but I don't know if I could do that. Uh, but we have said that we we kind of are feeling like maybe that's what's happening in the last couple of yeah. books. That 
Nora's kind of like working toward that. Yeah. Working end. toward the end game. And oh, which that would be very I, sad, but I mean, I would be sad, but I, it's understandable. Like we said, yeah, you know, she's 71 years old and you know, she probably would like to retire at some point. Maybe she wouldn't. Maybe, Maybe she wants not. to keep I mean, you know what? She, People that are like Nora who have that pace, that work pace, and that's their, yeah. and they love to work. I mean, where I work, I don't know if I mentioned this. I probably mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. There was a woman that worked there. She worked there for 50 years. She worked there for 50 years. Yeah. That's so nuts. she was in her 70s when she finally, they finally had to go to her and go like, uh, it's about time. Yeah. You know? No. Um, but she wanted to work. I mean, even then she was, she was not quite ready to retire. Yeah, I get that. So, so I mean, Nora might be the same way. Hey, and if she is great, that's exciting. As long as her mind is sharp and she's able to do it. I mean, she yeah. might slow down. We might, we might get yeah. one book a year or. Which I, I mean, I'm odd that she keeps the pace that she does. Yeah. But, so, you know, again, if you're somebody who, yeah, for, for the last 40 years, really. Right. Or more, this yeah. is the pace that she has kept for herself. Mm-hmm. It would be really hard to all of a sudden just, you know, now I'm retired. Yeah. To give it up and retire. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I just so. feel like she's starting to tie things up a little bit and, you know, uh, that's, that's the moving the story along a lot mm-hmm. more than she had been in the past. I so. think so. And, and like we said, I mean, getting them, I feel like she's making it so that even Rourke are a little bit more comfortable with kids, every book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like maybe she's working toward that, but maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. We're not in her head. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe she'll work way more she's books. 103 years old. And I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah. If I'd you love it, that. why not? Yeah. Do what you love. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, the only other podcast business we have is that um, our friend Jennifer called again. Called yes, she did. And um, I will play Jennifer's call mm-hmm. on this show so that you all can hear it. Hey, guys, this is Jennifer. I thought I would call again and let you guys know I am still very much enjoying the podcast. I'm really glad the 50th episode was a book review because even though I enjoy all of the episodes, I love an excuse to reread my favorites and then feel like I'm in book club listening to you guys break down all of my favorite stories. So I appreciate that you guys are doing it. Also, I'm so looking forward to the topic you guys mentioned about Eve's creative threads because I think that's going to be a hilarious episode. But I also have one more suggestion. Jen mentioned Juliana Dunn being one of her top villains. But I would love to hear an episode about the other villains on your list, breaking down the best villains of the series. Anyways, again, keep doing what you're doing. I'm loving it, and I'm glad more people are finally calling the number. I would love to do that. Yeah, that would be a really interesting. I think that would be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It would be really fun for sure. Yeah. All right. So next week now, do you think you're going to get legacy? I will finish it by next week. Yes. You all heard it. I promise. You're going to hold 
Jen's feet to the fire and get her to finish it by next week. I promise. So if that's the case and she does finish it by next week, then next week we'll, we'll, because again, uh, Tara's not going to be able to be here. Tara's not going to be here again next week. So um, next week we're going to talk about uh, Nora Roberts' legacy. Yep. Which I really liked. I don't know if it's a favorite, but I, you know. Um, most people, I'm seeing most people say that they liked it. There's been a few and it was okay. It, yeah. I mean, you know, it but. was it was slow getting into first couple chapters, but we're kind of slow. But um, okay. once I got into it, yeah. Okay. And uh, like I said, a lot of things, there were things that happened that, you know, I thought, oh, okay, that's different for her, but. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully the next the next <laughs> show after that. Week after that. Tara can actually Tara can join us. There. And then yeah. at that time, we'll do re-review the reviews, which some of them are just bug nutty. They're just like. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> some people are ridiculous. I just, they really are. I just, I just can't with people. Anyway. Um. So I guess that's it. Unless there's something else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm I think good. We covered too. it all. Yeah. And we ended early. We did. Yeah. Holy so, crap. All right. What in the hell? Whoop. It's crazy. I know. It is crazy. So, okay. Then that's it for this episode of Podcasts in Death. So I guess we will see you guys next week for our discussion about legacy. So until next week, uh, this is AJ. And I'm Jen. And we will see you later. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Facebook Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-ROARCH. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you.